Y'all, I am so excited for this week's episode. Not only is it Thanksgiving week, but we are also celebrating two major birthdays today. First, Spirituality Untamed is one year old. That's right. We've been at it for one whole year. And even though a year ago, this show had a completely different name, different vision, different mission wrap around it, we have been having a whole year's worth of deep conversation and digging deeper into our spiritual journeys, and that's worth celebrating. Also, I turned the big 25 this past weekend, and as we're nearing the holiday season, I am so full of gratitude for this podcast, for the relationships I've developed over the last year, and simply celebrating 25 years of life. So here are a few lessons that I have learned over the years and what I am currently sitting with today. Everything is spiritual, and it's about time that we learn what it means to dig in a little deeper. I am your host, Elaine Johnston, and I created Spirituality Untamed as a way for women to unlock their spiritual liberation and divine freedom. God has gifted each one of us the ability to go deeper and tap into our higher callings. But in order to fully step outside of the boxes that have been holding us back for far too long, it's imperative that we allow our own spiritual journey to run free, wild, and untamed. In this podcast, we explore different mindset patterns, meditation practices, and the power of manifestation in order to grow into our greatest potential. Each week, we discover our own unique giftings through divine affirmations and spiritual truths as we allow ourselves to be unified in spirit. I believe that God is vast and beautiful and mysterious, and that together, we can step out of the box and into our truest selves. This is Spirituality Untamed. Are you ready to dig deeper and let your own spirituality run wild? In honor of Thanksgiving week, my birthday, and the very first anniversary of Spirituality Untamed, I have decided to share 25 lessons that I have learned in the last 25 years. Number one, everyone has a story and everyone has trauma. Everyone has a story of traumatic experience that they've gone through, but also Everyone has a story of triumph. Everyone has a story of pain and healing, and everyone's story is valid. Number two, body weight fluctuates, and that's okay. That's part of aging, and it's completely normal that your body changes, as well as your mindset changes, as well as your heart changing over different topics, body weight fluctuates, and you're not gonna look or feel the same way that you felt when you were 16. And that's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. And we are all still beautiful despite how much we weigh or how much we don't weigh or what we look like or what we don't look like. 
We all have value. And our looks are the least interesting thing about ourselves. Number three, disability is normal and more common than you think. All of us are dealing with some kind of struggle, whether it be a physical struggle or a mental obstacle, we are all going through something. And even though you may not always be able to see it, a lot of people, more often than not, are dealing with things on the inside that they would never speak about or may not even have a name for. And we all are going through something. Just like we all have a story, we're all struggling with something, whether internal or external. And we should just be a little more kinder to other people because we have no idea what other people are dealing with. Number four, God isn't made to fit inside of a box and neither were we. The whole idea around this specific podcast is stepping outside of the box, stepping outside of those boundaries because God can't be put in a box and neither can we, neither can our growth. In order to continuously grow and dig deeper and become our best selves, we have to step outside of societal boxes or even boxes we've wrapped ourselves in. There is so much beauty whenever we step outside of them. Number five, social media is a beautiful tool, but it should be used wisely. Social media can be a great and beautiful thing because I wouldn't have half the relationships, if not most of the relationships that I have, had it not been for social media. It allows us to connect in a way that we've never been able to connect before. Even sharing this podcast on Facebook or Instagram or wherever else you find it is beautiful and wonderful in itself. But also social media can be destructive and can get in the way of relationships, even online relationships. So as beautiful as it is, it should be used wisely. Number six, the Enneagram is a powerful tool and a sacred to our spiritual journey. Whenever I first learned about the Enneagram several years ago, it not only read my mail for me, but read everyone else's mail for me as well. The Enneagram has helped me develop stronger relationships and understand how other people in my life react to certain things, why they think the way they think, the why they say the things they do, and all of the beauty that encapsulate a person and their every fiber of their being. The Enneagram helps us build stronger connections. And I am so, so grateful to have experienced this tool. And actually, I am going to be diving into a lot more Enneagram type stuff come 2021. So so be expecting more of those types of conversations. I know several months ago, I did an episode about the nine affirmations for the nine Enneagram types. And I just want to dig in even more next year. Number seven, rest is a form of productivity. You can't be all the things and do all the things for all the people all the time. Rest is a form of productivity. And I feel like you could do an entire episode about this very topic, but it's okay to rest. And especially as we're nearing the holidays, 
it is okay to rest. You don't have to say yes to everything. You don't have to show up to every event. It is okay to take a break, even if it's longer for a day. It is very important and vital to how we show up in the world. Number eight, God's not afraid of your questions or your doubts. And your questions and your doubts actually strengthens your faith. Just because you might be afraid of your questions or other people don't understand your questions, God's not afraid of them and openly invites those types of discussions. Number nine, building a house in your early 20s is a lot easier than you might think, but also it's incredibly hard work. Whenever we built our house four years ago, it was such an incredible experience, but also a very hard one. There was a lot of long days and long nights, throw in going to school full-time, working part-time jobs, putting together a wedding and everything else that life can throw at you. It is a lot of work, but it is so rewarding and it's a lot easier than you might think. Number 10, your parents don't always know best and neither do you probably. I remember several years ago, whenever I first started college, realizing that my parents don't have all the answers. My parents don't always know what's best for me. And I used to think, well, I only know best for me. I know the best decisions to make for me, for my well-being. And the thing is, just like your parents don't know best for you, there's a lot of times where you don't know what's best for you until after you've made decisions or after you've been through experiences. And it's okay. It's okay to be wrong. And it's okay if other people are wrong. That's what makes us human is learning from those lessons, learning from those experiences. Number 11, college isn't for everyone. So let's just agree to stop forcing it on everyone. College is a great tool. There's so many resources that come from college. And I don't ever regret to getting my degree, but I know a lot of people do and mostly regret a lot of the debt that they had to take in order to get a degree that they actually don't use in real life. So let's just all, all agree to recognize other resources and recognize other alternatives as valid just as college because it's not for everyone. Number 12, a night in the woods is a great mental shift and you should do it often. One of my favorite things is to go camping, whether it's in our RV or in a tent whenever we're backpacking. It's so refreshing. Physically, not so much. I'm always left super sore coming home, but mentally and spiritually and emotionally, it's a reset and everyone should do it more often. Number 13, pivoting can make or break your business and you never actually know which one it'll be until afterwards. Just like your parents not always knowing what's best for you and just like you don't always know what's best for you, that can look like school, whether it be college or plans post-college. That can be starting a business from scratch or taking over a family business that's already been established, whatever that looks like or going in a completely different direction in your business. Pivoting can make or break. Sometimes we pivot and it was the wrong choice. Sometimes we waited too long 
or sometimes pivoting can be the best decision for you and your business. And you never actually know what might happen until after you make the choice. That's okay because we learn from the choices, even the good ones. We learn, hey, maybe I should trust my gut more often or even the bad ones. Hey, maybe I shouldn't have made this choice and next time I'll do better. It's all a life lesson, y'all. Number 14, emotions are what make us human and they're not wrong. Emotions are not wrong. I think we're finally getting out of the day and age, specifically for men and normalizing, hey, men have emotions too and it's not just rage and anger. Emotions are what makes us human. They're beautiful and we all have emotions. We all have thoughts and feelings about how we view the world and that's okay. And sometimes I feel like we suppress our emotions because whether we don't want to get hurt or we don't want to feel rejected, whatever it is, like emotions are beautiful. And I really think that we should step into how we feel emotionally a lot more often than we do. Number 15, not everything is good, but there is good in everything. I'm not going to sit here and pretend that everything is perfect in my life. There's nothing wrong. Nothing could be better. Everything's just grand, and I feel great all the time. I would be lying. I feel like there's always something in some aspect of my life that isn't up to par with how I would like it to be. But even through the trauma, even through the bad, even through the pain, there is still good. There can still there there is still goodness inside even the worst experiences. And that's probably one of the biggest lessons I have learned is that not everything is good, but that there is good in everything, especially if you look hard enough, you will find it. Number 16, Our spiritual journey is sacred and unique, and it's not supposed to look like someone else's, and it's okay if it doesn't look like someone else's. Our spiritual journey and how we view God and and where we feel God leading us isn't going to look like our spouse's journey. Is it going to look like our parents' journey? Is it going to look like our friend's journey? And that's okay because that's who we are called to be, stepping into that purpose. And if it looked like everyone else's, one, how boring would that be? But two, a lot of stuff just wouldn't happen if everyone's spiritual journey looked the same. And I feel like we couldn't really learn from each other because we'd all be learning the same thing at the same pace. And there's really no depth to that. So it's okay if your spiritual journey looks different from those around you. 17, you can actually live your dream life, but it may just not look like your dream. We all have our inner purpose. We all have those ambitions and passions within our lives. And especially whenever we are children, we have these grand dreams of, I want to be an astronaut, or I want to be president, or I want to be X, Y, Z. A lot of times our lives don't look like how we expected them to look like whenever we're children. However, that doesn't mean we can't still enjoy our life. You may have always wanted to be a teacher, but you maybe weren't specific about what you wanted to teach. Maybe you wanted to help people and you thought, hey, actually, I thought I wanted to be a pastor, but actually I want to go to school to be a doctor. You're still helping people become better versions of themselves maybe more physically than spiritually, but hey, you're still teaching people. You're still leading people. You can still find joy in that. Number 18, 
Balance isn't always 50-50. Take where necessary. Finding balance in your life, especially looking at where you are with your current circumstances or even where you have been before. I'm sure that there are areas in your life where you felt balanced, but it wasn't 50-50. You weren't giving your all in all the right places all at the exact same time. I, I kind of view like a pie chart and like there may be different sections of your life where you're giving more in, in one area of your life and that's okay. It's still balanced, but it doesn't have to always be equal. Number 19, not everyone is out to get you and human beings are a lot nicer than we think they are. This is probably one of the toughest lessons that I have lear- had to learn in, in my 25 years of existing is that not everyone is out to get me. Not everyone is there to cause me trouble. Not everyone is there to upset me. And actually, when you think about it, people are a lot nicer than we give them credit to be. We're nicer people than we give ourselves credit for. Number 20, God doesn't have a plan for your life, but he does have a purpose for you. This is actually a lesson that I have learned the past couple of years And I have to give credit to my husband, Cody, for this because it's something that he says all the time is that, you know, plans change, things change. But God still has a purpose for us. God is still going to use us for those amazing turnarounds. Like I said, not everything is good, but there is good in everything. And I feel like just because plans change, just because you didn't become a certain person in your life, just because you didn't accomplish a certain thing in your life, that doesn't mean that there's not meaning in that. That doesn't mean there's not still purpose for you. And that doesn't mean that you can't still find something in there, find a lesson in there that relates to you and that speaks truth to you. Number 21, your spouse is their own being, just like you are your own being. It's okay to have a life independent from the people that you surround yourself with. Yes, you can do things with your spouse or you can do things with your best friend. You can do things with your siblings or your parents, but you are still your own person. At the end of the day, you still think your own thoughts. You still feel your own feelings. You still have your own emotions. And we're not, just like our spiritual journey isn't supposed to look like other people's spiritual journeys, our lives aren't supposed to look just like other people's lives. So it is important to have your own integrity. It's important to be your own person and have your own set of values that you lead and show up with. And it's okay if they're similar, but it's also important to find what speaks truth and joy and life in you. And it's okay if it looks different from somebody else. Number 22, everyone could use a little or a lot of therapy. I honestly feel like we would all be better people if we all did a little bit of therapy in our lives. There's all We all have something in our lives that just didn't go as planned. It could be big things. It could be small things. And I feel like we would all just be better people if we said, hey, these are areas I'm struggling with and I need help. There's so much courage and bravery in that. 23, independence is a beautiful thing, but over-independence is a coping mechanism. You can do anything you want in this world, but you can't do everything you want in this world 
just like your spouse is their own person, just like your spirituality isn't going to look like somebody else's spirituality, being overly independent and not asking for help is a coping mechanism. And it's okay to ask for help. It is okay to say, hey, actually, I don't know what I'm doing. Can you help me? Can you direct me? Can you guide me? There is a certain point that we find ourselves of realizing that we don't always have all the answers. We don't always have any of the answers. We may not have the certain skill set or strengths or desires that we wish that we had, but there is bravery and courage in asking for help regardless of whatever it is. If you need help spiritually, if you need help physically, whatever it is, please ask for help. And please don't think that you have to do it all on your own because you don't. 24, aging isn't scary. I mean, can anyone tell me why growing up, like you thought that turning 30 was a scary thing? I don't know about you, but I just remember like shows like Friends and different sitcoms and stuff in the uh, late 90s and early thousands. Just there was like the stigma of turning 30 meant that you were turning old and that that's the end of your life and that for women you can't have kids after that and like you got this time stamp on your life and like you're just you're getting older and you're aging and you're becoming an old person like I'm five years away from 30 and to me 30 is so young like I don't know why we had this idea that 30 is old but it's not scary getting older is not scary and 25 Tragedy happens when you least expect it, but so does healing. Sadly, I have been through some traumatic experiences that I was not expecting, and I can guarantee that you probably have too. Most of the time, we don't expect tragedy to happen or painful things to happen. They just do, but so does healing. Just like finding the good, finding the meaning, finding the purpose and things that didn't necessarily go the way that you thought they were, changed plans, whatever that looks like. Bad things happen, and most of the time we can't control them. Most of the time we don't see them happening, and that's what makes it worse. But also, healing happens at random too. We can't control healing, and that to me is such a beautiful thing is that healing does happen and it happens when we least expect it. One day you will wake up and reflect on a past hurt or a past wound and realize, wow, I am so much stronger because of that. I've learned so much about myself through that. I've learned so much about other people. I've learned so much about who God is and how how God guided me through that experience. And hey, I no longer have hurt from this. That's the beautiful thing about healing is that we never see it coming, but when it does, it feels so good and so freeing and so life-giving. And as I reflect on all of these beautiful life lessons, I am humbled knowing that in 25 years from now, I'll have a completely different list of things to chew on. Life is beautiful and chaotic and messy and hard and painful and wonderful and full of ups and downs, but that's what makes it worth living for. Y'all, I have no questions for you this week. 
we all get a break from questions. We all get a break from digging deeper this week because it is Thanksgiving. But just know that I love every single one of you and I have a huge heart full of gratitude for all of the life that I've lived and this podcast as it continues to grow and as we continue to grow together. And I hope you all have an amazing Thanksgiving and I will see you next week. Thanks for joining me this week on Spirituality Untamed. If you enjoyed this episode, please hit that subscribe button and leave an honest review of the show. Your feedback is greatly appreciated as it helps future listeners dig deeper into their own spiritual journey. If you want to dig deeper within your own spiritual journey and link arms with other women as we dive into our higher selves, then I have news for you. Just head on over to the Spirituality Untamed community on Facebook and click to join. I also produce another show alongside my husband. The Reckless Pursuit is a safe place where Christians can ask unsafe questions, where we discuss various issues such as deconstruction, questioning beliefs, and dealing with religious trauma. If you would like to join in on the conversation, then join us over at Nomads, a safe community to ask unsafe questions. Of course, any of the resources mentioned in this week's episode, as well as information on the show and our Facebook community can be found in the show notes below. Again, thanks for hanging out with me this week. And until next time, don't forget to dig in a little deeper today.